Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm Dana. We are a daily show where I have a guest co-host on with me for the entire week and we talk all things recovery, storytelling, if you will, especially today because today's Wednesday, which is Epic Attic Fail Day, where my guest co-host will tell stories that kind of mark the end of their addiction or their mark when they really knew they had a problem. These are stories for you guys to relate to. I know I relate to these. If you would like to send us your own Epic Attic Fails, you can email Radio Rehab at GoToProduct. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Radio Rehab Dana. You can also go to radio.rehab. Here's your Wednesday Epic Attic Fail Show. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome back to Radio Rehab. It's Wednesday, which means it's Epic Attic Fail Day. I'm joined in studio by producer Shar and my guest co-host for the week, Noel C. And uh, today, so Epic Attic Fail, for those of you who don't know, is we tell crazy stories, lowlights from our drinking and using career. We're not glorifying the old days, but we're showing people that we're not that you're not alone. Because, I mean, there's listeners in places where they don't have meetings the way they do. It's The amount of meetings, like, sometimes I don't, when I don't go to a meeting... In, in San Francisco, I feel like the biggest jerk. Because there's like there's, 14 a day yeah, on every block. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's 14 every hour. in every area. And yeah. this city is only seven square miles <laughs> and we have 50 areas. You know, it's like. So, yeah, I always feel bad for, for not going to a meeting. Yeah. But I know a lot of people listen to this show. And, I mean, we have listeners in random places like Saudi Arabia. And I've never been there yet. I'd like to go there, but I've never been there, so I don't know what the meeting schedules are like over there. Right. But, you know, this is how some people get their meetings, and this is part of this is part of recovery. So, so what stories do you have for us today? So, <clears throat> I have two. Okay. I think I'll, all right. I'll tell the one chron- chronologically. I'll tell one and then the other. So the the first one is um from it was my birthday. Well, my birthday is New Year's Day. Oh, so really? New Year's Eve was always like the night, right? Because oh my God. technically I would have a birthday at like midnight on New Year's Eve. And so it was like double party. Wow. Yeah. And um, so I was at, I was at my sister, my older sister's house. And we went to some, with my boyfriend at the time, we went to some bars and we were out like drinking and dancing and whatnot. And, um, in at some point in the night I had like you know like I pride myself on being a really good dancer like I was part of like this all girl like hip hop crew when I was like in college and so you know like I pride myself on being a really good dancer so right. at some point in the night I like fell and I had such a like I was like dancing and I fell like whatever I was drunk right. but I had all this like weird shame around it and so like I I was like oh my god I'm getting totally twisted because I felt this like embarrassment so I got like super super drunk and and high and um I I I blacked out I was a blackout drinker Uh and I blacked out uh but I like have a vague memory of something and then my sister actually told me about it the next day and I was like oh yeah I remember doing that so it was New Year's Eve I went back to her place I was with my boyfriend and I blacked out and my sister found me like under her porch like smoking a rolled up dollar bill and holding a giant metal spoon. 
And she proceeded to like get into it with me and like try to throw me out. And like I had this like, mo- yeah, Wait, throw me out. You were smoking a dollar bill? I was smoking a rolled up dollar bill because I had been doing coke off that dollar bill earlier in the night and I ran out of coke. And so I'm like, well, I'll just smoke this dollar bill and then I'll be able to get high. Why not? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, as one does. And so clearly she didn't throw me out because the next day I woke up and like nobody was talking to me. And I'm like, what is why? Why is everyone so mad? It's my birthday. I'm like, why is everyone being mean? It's my birthday. Yeah. And my sister's like, do you realize that I found you under the porch smoking a dollar bill with a giant metal spoon in your hand? And I was like, I had like that vague memory of it. I was like, uh... Oh, God. You know, it was just like mortification. Oh, my God. And I like th- I remember thinking to myself, like, that's crazy. Like, wow, I shouldn't have mixed those things. Like, Exactly. <laughs> the things that we tell ourselves, like, you know why? It's because I mixed scotch and tequila. Yes. Next time, straight scotch. Yeah. I, I know. Like, the, the stories we tell ourselves, the links that we go to to keep to stay in that. But you don't remember the spoon. Why? I don't remember why. I have hand. no idea why the spoon. It's I entirely know. possible I was like eating something in the kitchen and had a better idea like that I was going to smoke the dollar bill. I don't know. It's yeah, it's so it's the things that we remember vaguely. And then when other people piece it together, I remember like I I never I really because I was also I like to drink. To, I mean, my whole goal was to black out. It didn't always happen, <laughs> but I was aiming for it. But yeah, the next day when like I couldn't find my car keys, they would be in the refrigerator and mm-hmm. the milk would be in the cabinet. And I remember, I don't, I can't, I don't know when this would happen, but at some point I'd be like, I better hide this stuff. Like my wallet or <laughs> yeah, my wallet. I'll like, hide it from yourself. Or yeah, hide it from myself or, or from the person who's going to break in because they're going to steal my, all I have my wallet was like, what, my ID and somebody's right. going to steal it. Or I was like, I would be obsessed that like my boyfriend was out to get me. <laughs> And I would go on my computer and put locks on everything and delete pictures, take journals and hide them under the yeah. mattress. Like, like he would get up in the middle of the night and be like, I wonder what she did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like squirrel away into the bathroom with exactly. your journals from when you were a teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'd wake up on the floor clutching something and he would be like, what is your deal? And I was like, uh, I'm mixing stuff. That's the problem. Yeah, there's the I'm going to stop mixing stuff. Don't worry. I just have to get it all regulated. Yeah, get exactly. the recipe. Right, and I'll be okay. Yeah, always. It's always the recipe. I know. So, what was your other story? So, the other story is it's like my stories when I was with my older sister, it was like I all hell broke loose. But I was at her house again. I think that part of it is because, like, when I was, I couldn't do what I wanted to do around my parents. So, I would go, like, I would come home on like a break from college or whatever and be like, I'm going to stay at my sister's. Yeah. Because I could do what I wanted to do. And so, I went to her house. We went out, we were drinking, blah, blah, blah. Came back and um, I took a guy home with me. I took this dude home. I was like, please, you know, like puppy dog. And she's like, fine. And so, can we keep him? Can we keep him? (laughs) So, I took him home, you know, I took him back to her place and I was like, we'll sleep in the living room. It's fine. And she's like, whatever. She was just like twisted, wanting to go to sleep. And so I like had this great idea that me and him should go swimming because she lived in a complex that had a pool, a fenced in pool, by the way. So I was like, let's go swimming. And when we went to the pool, we climbed the fence and, you know, I didn't have a bathing suit. So I'm like, whatever, I'll take off all my clothes. He took off all his clothes and we're like swimming around, da, da, da. get out. And then I go to, I'm like, all right, I'm done. No towel, nothing. I had my clothes in my arm, totally naked, middle of the night, him too. And as I'm climbing back over the fence, I fall. 
and I completely rip up my legs. Like I'm like bleeding, like my shins, my knees are totally bloody. And I'm like, you know, okay, I'll go put some Bactine on it. So I go back to my sister's apartment. She lived in a complex and there was like multiple doors and I like knock on her door and she doesn't answer. And I try the, I try to turn the knob and she doesn't answer. And I'm like, and then I start freaking, I'm like this, like this bitch, she locked me out. Like, and so I'm freaking out, banging on the door, banging on the window, screaming bloody murder at her, like, you know, every name in the book. And then all of a sudden the door opens and there's this tiny little Indian woman. I was at the wrong apartment and I'm standing there wet, naked and bleeding and yelling and yelling. It was it was terrible. And I was like, she's like, you're at the wrong. You have the wrong house. I'm going to call the police. And I was like, oh, my gosh, totally mortified. The guy that I was with couldn't stop laughing. And then I don't really remember much after that. I'm sure we got into the house. And uh, still, when I tell my sister the story, she like dies. Oh, my God. Was she so mad? My sister? Yeah. She's like, you're going to get me thrown out. Was it this the same sister, by the same way? Same sister. Oh, my same God. Same sister. That's terrible. So she, like, really got to see me, like, in my at my shiniest and brightest. She got to, yeah, she got the best. <laughs> the oh, best my of me. God. That is so funny. That kind uh, of stuff. It's, yeah, it's funny how nudity, like, because I was, n- like, sober. I am not a take your clothes off in public kind of guy <laughs> at all. But you add, like, you know, chemicals and you start mixing chemicals. And I'm, like, you know, in my underwear in somebody's pool. And we discussed yeah. when I met you, I like, I can't stand bugs. I have a fear of them. <laughs> but I'm picking up cockroaches and throwing them and, you know, I like mean. Like, naked and fearless. Naked and fe- yeah, yeah, naked and fearless. I think that would be, like, that would be a Naked and afraid. Isn't there a show? Oh, yeah, damn, there's that thing. <laughs> I, yeah, naked and afraid. Yeah, but naked and fearless, fearless. would be like, I'm naked. I don't care. It's like the spinoff. <laughs> you just, like, get yeah. us drunk and put us in the woods exactly like yeah, go to go on naked and afraid and add booze <laughs> and it becomes naked and fearless because buck naked and fearless <laughs> i would so watch that i hate to say that but i would so I would watch, watch that. it too i would watch all season in one night <laughs> me too i would binge i would watch that like a fiend well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I know, you know, it's like you never know who it's going to relate to and who's going to have like the same story and go, I can get sober. <laughs> I can get sober. I can get sober. We'll be back tomorrow with Noel again. And tomorrow our topic is going to be relapsing and how you know about it way before you pick up and use. If you want to email us, it's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com. That's G-O-T-O Productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. And you can go to Radio.Rehab and read the blog. Keep coming back. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll